0: ¿Quieres fortalecer tu inmunidad y proteger a tu comunidad? Obtén una dosis de refuerzo contra COVID-19. Si han pasado al menos seis meses desde tu última dosis de Pfizer o Moderna o al menos dos meses desde tu dosis de Johnson & Johnson, es hora de obtener una dosis de refuerzo. Fortalezcamos nuestra inmunidad. Obtén tu dosis de refuerzo y también la vacuna contra la gripe. Para más detalles... Visita myturn.ca.gov. Un mensaje del Departamento de Salud Pública de California.
1: All right, welcome to the Browns wire podcast this is your host josh keatley this is our post-draft episode we're really excited always with me is adam moore and we got a special guest tonight donovan james popped on uh he doesn't have a show tonight the bu- he's so 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 busy but tonight we're lucky enough to get him and he's gonna break up a couple fights that uh adam and i have a little dis- some disagreements but donovan how you doing man i'm doing great Hey man, thanks for having me on.
0: Second time rolling around. I'm um, super excited. I know you guys are probably pretty tired from the draft still, so congrats to you. Awesome. Congrats to you guys. It was fun. I had a good time uh, covering it. This year's a little different, obviously, but yeah, man, I'm doing good. Just, you know, ready for
1: uh, COVID-19 to be over. <laughs> Again. Yeah. No kidding. And uh, yeah, the, you're a complete unbiased opinion too. Just to recap, I'm a Browns fan, Adams a Bengals fan, and Donovan, you're a Packers fan, right? Go Pat go. Yeah, that's right. So you're gonna you're gonna be able to Worst Draft. <laughs> really you think so? <laughs> no, nah, it wasn't the word. I mean, yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> it, it was like... I thought it was awkward. I don't I thought that good value, weird, but bro. I thought it was awkward. Yeah. Yeah. But all right, let's dive into the Browns draft though. Um, you know, I got some notes here. Oh man, that was loud. <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're a top notch you know, production here. Dude, I'm I'm sorry. That's bad. All right. So, obviously the Browns picked Jedrick Wills Jr. with the first pick uh or with the 10th pick in the first round. Obviously the 10th overall pick Offensive tackle from Alabama, 6'4", 312 pounds. I was super excited about this, this pick. I literally – there it could not have gone better. Obviously, I had Andrew Thomas higher on my board, but I think Wills personifies what the Browns are trying to do a little bit better. Uh, Donovan, we talked last week. Uh, Wills is, is a straight-ahead run blocker. I'm going to put you in the dirt. Plays with a mean streak. He's got to work on his pass blocking a little bit, but he's got all the capabilities to do so. Um, obviously, the biggest concern with him is that he primarily plays on the right side but that was to his blind side, first of all. Second of all, he's going to make the transition to the left side, and he's more than capable of making the transition to the left side. Um, but what do you guys think? I mean, are you guys on the same page? I, I thought this was a great pick.
2: Yeah, he was You know, he was the top offensive tackle on my big board, Josh. I know you liked Andrew Thomas a lot, but Dedrick Wills has been my – my favorite tackle for a while now. As you mentioned, he's a mauling run blocker. Plays super aggressive. He's nasty. He looks just absolutely bury his defenders. Uh, he's got good balance and light feet. Um, the biggest concern you mentioned: he never played left tackle at Alabama. It, you know, playing on the right side at Alabama, he was protecting to his blind side. Blind side, but it is a different technique when you're going to move over and play left tackle. And really, you know, he's he played primarily right tackle in high school as well. So left tackle is really something he's not ever really played with but he's got a phenomenal athletic profile ran a five Oh five 40 yard dash, which was in the 85th percentile. And he's, he's got a, a burst score in the 96th percentile. So super athletic, super fast, super big, super strong. Love the pick.
1: Yeah. I was excited for it. Donovan, what do you think, man?
0: I I was happy about the pick. Um, y'all were at 10 overall. I mean, obviously Andrew Thomas would have been my first pick, but obviously he went off the board a little early. I thought that was a smart pick to go at gender. I like him a lot. Um, He's still young too, man. Uh, he won't turn twenty-one, I believe, until, like next month, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, late June. So yeah. he's got a lot of upside still, and to be a top ten pick, uh, all-American type player, all-SEC guy with that upside, um, it's a great pick. I know a lot of people wanted some guys like Austin Jackson, who's kind of like fully upside, but Jedrick's ready to play, and he has upside. So oh yeah, um, and like you said, yeah, he was. I think he was sixth amongst alignment with um his 40-yard dash, and uh, he's second and vertical, so he's got the athleticism. And he's, he's a mauler, though, too, man. He re- really gets nasty um, watching some of his high school tape. He's clean, too. Not a lot of penalties, not a lot of tugging and grabbing. Um, so, yeah, I like him. And he still can get bigger and stronger and faster, so that's a good pick for them. I think that's, it's going to hmm. take him a little bit longer than, like, Andrew Thomas or uh, uh, what's the other tackle? I'm drawing a blank right now. There's another, um, um, Tristan
1: Wirfs,
0: Tristan Wirfs. It's going to take him a little bit longer. I like them to a little bit better than Jedrick, but I mean, yeah, he still was, I think he was 16th on my board. So yeah, that's solid to, to get him right there.
1: Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't want to play college scout either, like you know, or helmet, helmet scouting or whatever they call it either. But it is a little concerning. We had Jeff, Riz- we had Jeff Rizman on the show a couple weeks ago, and he did mention how Alabama linemen don't have the best track record uh, because they do have that weird, awkward blocking style where they let people into their chest, which I honestly didn't even notice until he pointed that out. Uh, but you know, that's that's. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, just because he went to Alabama doesn't necessarily mean um, that it's not going to work out. Oh, it looks like it looks like Adam Adam's gone. That son of a gun.
0: Oh, I'm taking over, maybe. Let's go. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it is what he I'll try to add him back in. But we'll, uh while I'm trying to do that, let's go on to the second pick. The second pick uh second round pick, forty four pick overall. They pick Grant Delpit safety out of LSU, six foot three, two hundred thirteen pounds. Um I loved it. This literally could not have gone any better. That's my safety number one. My uh, I had him as a first round grade. I think I had him had him literally as like my number top ten. I had him like number ten on my big board. Like I loved him. If you look at his his twenty eighteen tape, I mean the dude was perfect. He had a really rough twenty nineteen. I don't know if it was due to business decisions or or what the situation was, uh, but I mean you know he was kind of. There was a dip in production everywhere there, but I'm not worried about that. Everybody kept bashing his tackling, but I didn't think his tackling was really even that bad. Uh, Brandon Jones from te- Texas, that's a safety that I think is bad at tackling. But Grant delpit I mean, we've seen him tackle, so I'm not too concerned. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, he – well, for one, he had a high ankle sprain for four games um, that he played through. Um, especially early on in the season. Uh, now, during some bigger games towards the end of the season, he did not play as well, obviously, in 2018. But he's a physical guy, man. He's really good at run defense. The, you know, as far as some tackling, yeah, he missed some tackles for sure, but he's not – he missed a couple big tackles, but um, he's consistent. Um, I think he covers really well. I think, yeah, he was a top 10, top 15 guy if he had, came out last year. Um. Obviously, him coming back to school, he dropped a little bit, but in your favor, it did work out. Um. I liked him, you know, obviously covering in high school football, not to harp on it too much, but at IMG his senior year with guys like KJ Hamler and Cesar Ruiz and Shea Patterson and all those guys, like, he really stood out to me. And a team that's loaded with five and four stars, um, he really stood out to me from that day on. And obviously, you know, he's... Going to be com- not compared, but he, you know, Jamal right. Adams, Landry, Tyron Matthew, Eric Reed, they all went to LSU, play safety, so one of the DBU schools. But uh, he's one of the best they've had to come out, yeah. In past. yeah. He's a first round value guy to get in the so first rounder
1: I thought so, too. I mean, you know, if, if you play the draft like the stock market and you're looking at a guy who stock dipped and you're, you're getting him at his low point in the second round. I mean, that's why he's there. I, I feel really comfortable with it. Like I said, he was my number one safety on the board. Uh, you mentioned him going to IMG Academy. He does have kind of an interesting backstory. His family was uprooted due to Hurricane Katrina. Uh, he had to go to Texas. He, he, he moved to Texas. Uh, bounced around there and then he transferred to Florida IMG Academy. So that is also kind of an awesome, interesting story, a little bit about him that he overcame. Uh, but moving on, third round pick. They got Jordan Elliott, deepest tackle out of Missouri, another Tiger, six foot four, three hundred two pounds. This is a guy that I'm also very high on. Obviously, not as high on him as I was Del Pitt or Wills. This is a guy I gave a second round grade. Um, I think he's a gap penetrator. I think he's very quick. I think he's very explosive off the ball. Uh, I guess my biggest issue with Elliott was that once he gets blocked it's game over it it is, it is game game over and that's kind of why I was looking full disclosure I was looking over in the direction of uh, Lucky Photo, a defense tackle out of Utah big 330 pounds body you know to soak up blocks you know release it for the linebackers like Mac Wilson Taki Taki and then also allow a, um you know Miles Garrett to get on in there, but I could see why they picked Elliott. And I don't think necessarily one is better than other. the other. I just, I thought that, that foe two was a better pick because Elliott is kind of like Joby where he blasts through the, uh, the gap, but I could totally see it. I think there's high upside there. What do you think?
0: yeah um i'm a big elliot fan just because again like you guys got the greatest value i so, feel like he he was a guy i thought coming in the season could be a first round pick like a friend first round early second and i i didn't have a i had a late second third on him so again you're him in the third here he's got a lot of upside he's not developed yet if you get his, your hands on him yeah um like you said he's got some development um i could see the ceiling kawan short though i know that's high high praise I, no ceiling, i can see that ceiling. i can yeah. definitely see that yeah yeah I, I of, yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah, I can see that type of range. And he almost came out last year. really smart that he didn't as a redshirt yeah. sophomore because he would have been probably like a fifth or sixth round pick at best last year. So yeah, he, he got a lot better just yeah, improved his stock. Barry Odom's like Barry Odom, you know, obviously wasn't the best head coach at Missouri, got fired, but so good at developing uh defensive linemen, like Shane Ray and all those guys that came out of Missouri.
1: Um now- so and you're you're really in depth with recruiting, and you've been following a lot of these guys since they were eighth graders. Jordan Elliott, he committed to Texas,
0: right?
1: And he went yeah. to Texas for two years. What what happened? It, was it injuries? Was it? I mean, because I know he didn't see the field hardly at all, and I understand he dealt with a couple injuries, <laughs> but you know, I I didn't hear that it was. I, I guess so, I, I was yeah. just kind of confused by why he didn't see the field at all.
0: Just, I mean, for one, I mean Texas, you know, just playing time, um, tough to get on the field. And then he had an MCL uh injury there and uh you know end up transferring
1: once you lose your spot you lost your spot huh that kind of deal
0: yeah i mean yeah he's already he was already a rotation guy more than like a, a, a supreme starter and a solidifying starter. so you know did have that mcl injury on the beginning of the season so yeah he ended up transferring to missouri but he's going to a school that really produces just as good as d lineman if not better in missouri and i mean no, not winning as many games, but Missouri's a pretty good school. They're in the SEC, so he got to go up against top of competition. But yeah, he—I uh, know he said he was, just wasn't happy in Texas. You know, he didn't want to be there anymore. You know, sometimes you yeah. don't want to be home. You know, you're from yeah, Texas, but he wasn't go playing.
1: There, well, he yeah, that's why. Sober. That's why he yeah. wasn't happy. Yeah. and I didn't know why. <laughs> I really didn't right. know why. Uh, Adam, you on yet? Yeah, I'm here, buddy. What do you, What do you think Sorry. about the Jordan? What do you think about the Jordan Elliott pickup? I uh, Donovan
2: mentioned value here. I, he was my second highest value pick that the Browns made here. I agree with everything that you guys are saying. He going back to the Texas thing. He there's he's he was quoted just saying he never really enjoyed Texas. And, and you're probably right. Whether that's uh, you know the relationship he had with the coaches, the injuries, the you know you know just kind of wanting to get get back to. To Missouri um, could have been a couple of different things. But my, my biggest concern for Elliot was that, you know, he, he was only a one year starter um, and, and he you know, he's I thought he was a little overweight. He lost 30 pounds before the 2019 season, uh, but and he didn't show like the, the like elite level stamina um, to play a full four quarters. So um, he's going to have to develop his, um, you know, his conditioning a little bit here, I think, to be like a to, to be a, a big contributor. Otherwise, I think he's more a rotational piece.
1: Well, he was a rotate. This was his first year starting out right, but he was a heavy rotational piece in twenty eighteen. So yeah. much so, I, th- I think he even led Missouri in tackles for loss. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I can yeah. see the issues with weight, um, but you know, I, like I said, I, I do feel like he's he's played ever since he went to Missouri. I feel like he's played quite a bit.
2: Yeah, he didn't start at all in eighteen. He played in thirteen games. He had eight tackles for loss. In, yeah, I'm sorry, in two thousand eighteen, which is quite a bit. Yeah, he led the team in 19 uh, with 10 tackles for loss. But oh, I apologize. You know, yeah, that's all right. You were close. You are close. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's. I mean, but, that's still. You know, he led the team with 10 the year before. He had eight, and he was a rotational player. That's that's pretty damn good in my book. I don't. Yeah. I don't see that as a I, as a ding on his record at all. Yeah.
2: Again, I think I th- I had him graded as like a day two or a, a round two, round three prospect. So getting him here at
1: at uh, 88 was a was a steal in my book. Yeah, we're we're all on the same page. Uh moving on, this is the one I did not like. This is the only Browns pick that they made that I absolutely was I, I wanted to throw up in my mouth. They took Jacob Phillips in the third round inside linebacker from LSU. I gave him a fourth round grade. Okay, so it's not terrible. It's not abhorrent. Okay. But the problem is is that these were the guys that I had above Phillips. That went after him. Evan Weaver went in the sixth round. Marcus Bailey went in the seventh round. Malik Harrison with the very next pick to the Baltimore Ravens. These are all people. These are all players (laughs) I thought offered either more. They were either were either more consistent in college or they offered more upside. Uh, And the Browns passed. I mean, Phillips was six foot three, two hundred twenty nine pounds. You know, former five star recruit. I get that. This is a guy. Surprisingly, I had as a first round. I, ha- I do my preseason rankings. I gave him a first-round preseason ranking, but he didn't do anything to impress me. He, it seems like he gets lost a lot. His role in the LSU defense was just going downhill and filling in the run, for the run, which is why he led the team in tackles. But this is a guy that started side by he, – he, when he was behind Devin White, then he started side-by-side side for Devin White, then Devin White left, left, and this was kind of his opportunity to shine, and Patrick Queen outshined him. So I was not impressed at all.
2: What? This this is still a value pick for me. I, I mean, I had him rated higher than where he was selected. Uh, I, I understand what you're saying about Malik Harrison. I th- I could buy that argument. No one knows what the hell happened to Evan Weaver. I, you know, I don't know. I haven't heard one explanation to, to why he fell that far in the draft. Marcus Bailey was all about injuries. So uh, I, I don't hate the pick. I, I mean, he, he led the SEC in tackles in 2019. He had seven with 113. Evan Weaver the a- country. Evan
1: Weaver led the <laughs> country in tackles.
2: Again, no clue what the hell happened there, but – uh, Jacob Phillips. He had seven and a half tackles for loss. He's just got a nose for the ball, man. He's not afraid to take on blocks. He, he and get went in, get in there, and mix
1: it up. He's got good see, straight dis- line speed. I disagree with that. I di- first but of he's all, not very. First of all, you know you, you, know who's had the exact same forty time as him and weighs ten more. Or actually, oh, more more than almost twenty more pounds than yeah. Jacob Phillips, Malik Harrison. Yeah, you you, yeah. you you talk about a, you talk about him not afraid to mix up that's that's what his job was his only job was to go in during, like on run play he didn't offer really anything in coverage I just I I was not impressed with the pick at all I feel like I Evan Weaver didn't get picked because he got moved around the Cal defense and he's a liability in coverage I kind of get that uh, Marcus Bailey like you said with the injuries, I kind of get that. But also, if you look at the Browns draft last year, they drafted Mac Wilson, who I gave a first round grade. Love Mac Wilson. Snagged him in the fifth. Very happy. But Mac Wilson was another guy that gets lost. Got all the athletic ability in the world. Great in coverage, but he gets lost. So he's kind of like the same, but opposite as Phillips. And then you got another guy like Taki Taki, who also flies around the ball. Very active, but he gets lost. So now you went out and you got another guy who doesn't really have those ideal instincts. That does. I mean, Evan Weaver. You can't tell me no one can explain to me why Evan Weaver has the amount of tackles that he has, right? Mm-hmm. Because he doesn't have he doesn't check those athletic boxes. So to me he's more like that Joe Schobert where it's like, "Oh, he's just always around the ball." I think that that's probably where they would have gone cuz now they have three linebackers that are really good and athletic, but they don't know where they're going. Donovan, what do you think?
0: Yeah, I would have liked to see uh, Weaver here cuz I think you guys already have that and Taki Taki kind of Jacob Phillips style player.
1: Yeah. Um Phil- Phillips
0: again, like kind of like Elliot. Uh Elliot could be off the team in two years, or star. I kind of feel that way about Phillips. It's a boom-bust potential. Kind of a little bit less, I feel like, with uh, Elliot than Phillips. Yeah. Phillips has a lot. Phillips is a guy, yeah, you talked about high school. Big-time recruit there. Tested really well. was 87 percentile. Um, I know pro football focus had him pretty high, too. Uh, I think he, Adam mentioned he led the SEC in tackles in 2019. I didn't even mm-hmm. know that, actually. That's crazy. I wouldn't have thought that. Because clean was so much more explosive and around the ball more than him but that's what I'm phillips saying. just but well, I he popped he popped pop more i mean phillips was always there but like queen if like in Delphi coming up in the box pop more but he's a good player i think this was the only pick that was i had him as a fifth round grade and they took him in the third so only non-value pick to me i
1: had him early I mean, fifth, late fourth and i liked him more yeah. than you because exactly. i gave him a fourth round grade but i think that tackle stat i think you can throw it out the window first of all you can't talk tackle stats and not mention Evan Weaver. Evan Weaver wins. He had the most tackles in the nation. So yeah. it doesn't – and I think that Phillips – first of all, we all agree that Patrick Queen is a better linebacker, right? There yeah, for go. sure. I don't. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's definitely so, better than him. Um, yeah, Phillips is so, still, yeah, he's
1: a good player though. And, you know, yeah, exactly. but, but Phillips led the team in tackles, but we all know that, we all agree that Queen is better. So I think that LSU used Phillips as more of a downhill linebacker in the box. I'm going to, you know, bust up any run that comes through here. That's where mm-hmm. he gets all of the stats. So I don't really think it, it just doesn't impress me. And then we talk about his athleticism. Is he that athletic? No. Let's look at his stats. He's six
0: not. foot well, oh okay I think Tess at 16. he was a sixteenth best linebacker as far as I've So he was like he's... right there.
1: I mean he well he 16? he's he's under he's like okay so Phillips is six foot three two hundred twenty-nine pounds ran a 4.66. Four, Malik Harrison is six foot three two hundred forty seven pounds that's more than It's almost twenty pounds ran the exact same 40 time. had a shorter 30 cone and a shorter 20 uh whatever agility time and then Evan Weaver weighs more you know almost 10 pounds more and only ran a tenth of a second slower and he gets labeled as unathletic sure
0: it, I, not... I saw I saw him at the senior bowl Evan Weaver is not he's not a freak <laughs> athlete or anything but I mean neither is Phillips and he's not not athletic
1: um, and had a and faster he, cone he, he had a faster free does... cone time
0: I think Phillips had the worst three coming out of the linebackers at the combine, if I'm not mistaken. The, it was definitely bottom five. He's not. Yeah, three point was not his deal. But he's um he looks more athletic. Evan Weaver looks kind of like a, just a guy, like a yeah, normal guy. <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't but, know why that. Like, I don't know why that is. I think it's because I think it's because Phillips is more trim. Because no, he only weighs, you know, two two thirty. Yeah, but the, but those other guys are built more like linebackers. Adam, you sound like you had a uh, you had a chart that was giving you a hard on. What did you have to add? <laughs>
2: I do have a chart yeah well About Phillips, you know he's you know average forty, average speed score. He's got a really he's got a ninety third percentile burst score, which which measures a player's vertical jump, broad jump. So those are those are really like athletic measures of your of like your your legs, your lower half. Uh, But he's got an extremely low agility score, so he's not very fluid. He's he's not going to be he's not rangy. I think you hit nail on the head. He's a guy that's going to go downhill, can play in the box, play in the trenches, and he's going to make those tackles. But he's not somebody that's going to provide a whole lot in pass coverage.
1: Okay, and, and I agree with everything you said. Now here's here's the issue that I have with the pick, and I I don't see myself as an Ohio State homer. We we'll talk about later the Donovan Peoples Jones pick. A lot of people were fired up that they didn't take KJ Hill. I can get that. You I you can explain to me uh, if you say you want Donovan. There there is huge upside to Donovan Peoples Jones. I can see why you'd want him over KJ Hill. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm cool with it. But uh, the Malik Harrison thing, I just I don't get. That's the same exact scouting report. For Jacob Phillips, they have the same exact scallion port, but one person is twenty pounds larger. One person's bigger than Derrick Henry, and the other isn't. It just it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. And then the Ravens snagged him with the very next pick. Yeah. It just didn't make any sense to me.
0: Do the Browns pick a? Uh... They, do they? I feel like they skip a lot of Ohio State players. Am I wrong about that? Oh, they
1: never take Ohio State. Yeah, fans.
0: they never take. Like they, they never take Ohio State guys. And I mean, I know the Falcons. The Falcons don't take Georgia guys, and that's like a thing here. Is yeah. that like Georgia fans really wish that like it's the exact same thing? I sound like every time I talk to Ohio State fan that's a Browns fan, they're like, "We wish we took more Ohio State players." That's kind of how the Falcons fans are about the
1: well, uh, Bulldogs. It, so. yeah, they did. They did take Denzel Ward a couple years ago i mean i don't think it's as blatant as a lot of people there are there are a lot of ohio state homers just like where you're at in georgia i'm sure all georgia fans you know georgia 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 Georgia." so ohio state's kind of the same way yeah Um, so when ohio state when the browns do pass up on ohio state player it is kind of like god damn it you know what i mean like even though it doesn't even if it doesn't make sense right like They'll, they'll still complain about it, but and it also doesn't help that the Bengals draft a lot of Ohio State players. I know <laughs> <So>, the <laughs> Bengals, yeah. Bengals draft Ohio. They
0: they don't have uh, too many scouts outside of Midway. yeah. <laughs> so they they, so
1: they, they snag Billy Price and they snag Joe Burrow and Sam Hubbard. They snag all those guys. But I mean I don't hate the Browns. I don't. I mean it is what it is. I just like I said. I I just I don't understand the justification in this situation. I would rather
0: have rather Malik here. Sorry, I would have have Malik over. Um, yeah. Emily and Evan, those two names are um, better names than Jacob Phillips for sure. And
1: you could you could have got Evan Weaver a couple of rounds later. And I know Marcus Bailey's been dealing with injuries, but that's another guy who's bigger than Phillips by ten pounds and who was very good before he got hurt. Was yeah. very good, maybe one of the best best blitzing linebackers in the class. He just got hurt, just got hurt. Um, but all right, moving on. The fourth round pick, Harrison Bryant, tight end at the Florida Atlantic, six foot five, two hundred forty three pounds. Oh, uh, th- I love this pick. I gave him a second-round grade. I was all about this pick. I think he's super athletic. I think he's the perfect ideal slot move tight end, H-back kind of uh, player that the Browns can utilize. Um, I don't think it has any bearing on Njoku, but I don't think that it's. Uh, I don't think it's would. I don't think it would be shocking if Harrison Bryant had a statistically more pleasant season than Njoku. I absolutely loved this pick, Donovan. What do you think?
0: Man, I, I so last night on a show over on full press coverage, we were talking about the Browns draft and I debated it. I love Harrison Bryant. Um, actually, I met that kid back in, in Atlanta, um, obviously at the um, for when he won a Mackey award. And then I had the pleasure of getting an interview with him that'll be up soon. I don't want to plug myself too much, Josh. <laughs> but, be my um, guest, do it.
1: Do it. Do, like,
0: do do it. He, no, like he literally was like 15 minutes away from me. So, I we have a, a mutual friend there, or just a family um, of him, but uh, and a friend of mine. Um, so, yeah, he's a good kid, for one, just to say that. A good dude. Um, he's going to work his ass off all the time. Um, he loves working, and he's a lunch pill type of guy. Um, definitely needs to get bigger, is what everyone's saying. He's got a thin frame, but you got to think this kid was about 205 four years yeah. ago, playing defensive end uh, at a really small school in middle Georgia. So, he's good, though, man. I mean, he won. he's the only person to ever won the Mackey from an umpire five, um, also, playing two years at tight end FAU, all-conference each year, all-American, um, honorable mention, all academic. So he's just a good kid on off the field. But he's going to catch the ball, man. He was my tight end, too. Uh, I had a top 50 grade on him, which is high, uh, very very high. But uh, Cole, I was man, right there
1: with you. I was right yeah. there with you.
0: But I love him. Yeah, I had uh, Cole ahead of him, and then he was my second tight end. So I think he – and, and Joe Q's got the athleticism and everything. But if you look at his production – Guys like that usually don't last too long in the NFL. But Harrison Bryant literally the opposite of that. Didn't test off the charger really well, I guess per, per se. But uh, he can—he's productive and catches the football. Um, not much of a blocker yet, but you know, no.
1: I feel like you—you you guys would use
0: him. You're I don't to go, Use him as a blocking like tight end anyway. You're gonna, you know, have him in space and everything. So.
1: And I, I guess that's a good point. I don't think, in my opinion, I don't think he's even that small. I think he just—he's not physical. He—I don't think he's a blocker. No, I don't think he's not. You can't. I mean, that's 240 pounds in the conference USA. That's a big dude. If you can't block defensive ends and linebackers in the conference USA, you ain't gonna block people in the NFL. That's kind of how I feel.
0: Right, and I mean, it's 240. It look. It's just I don't know. He looks. If you look, take uh, take a look at him next to Cole Komet. Um, oh like two, yeah, Cole's 256 and just looks so much bigger and bigger yep. like than him. Especially Harrison Bryant's lower body. Um, I mean, like, he's got that big neck, though. <laughs> he's got that wide <laughs> neck. Um, you've seen Harrison Brown's neck. But, yeah, he's he can put on, maybe like, 10, 12 pounds, which he will. He's going from FAU's locker room, weight room, to the Cleveland Browns. So I think he will do that, obviously. But look at this guy's hands. Um, his drop percentage. I mean, he barely dropped any passes. Um, he can, He's willing to do put his hand in there and try to block. I just don't think he's physical. He's never going to be a blocker. But that's a guy that's going to catch – 50, 60 balls a year if he stays healthy, man, and catch some touchdowns in the end zone and be productive. Uh, I'm not seeing – I saw him compared to George Kittle. I wouldn't go that far, but – No,
1: that's – yeah, because Kittle's a grinder. Kittle gets mm-hmm. – he does the dirty work.
0: Yeah, like Harrison Bryant's not that grimy, man. But he's going to get uh, it. Gallows go dirty would be a kind of possibility type of deal. He's not – he can't block like that, though, but
2: – No. What about – I got uh, play, Player Profiler. Um, they have his his best comparable to Hunter Henry. What do you think about that? Hunter Henry. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, well, I think he's a little bit better.
2: Could be. Uh, really? More,
0: more fluid athlete to me. Like, just maybe not testing-wise, like head-to-head, but, like, just watching him on the field. Yeah, I think he'd be a little better. Again, Hunter Henry's still a better blocker, though.
1: Yeah, the, that's the problem. That That's his yeah. biggest flaw is that he can't he, – I mean, he can't block. I mean, I hate to beat – if you, if there's a big difference between not being able to block guys. In the, he's like dude, a... he didn't block in the conference USA. How's he gonna block in the NFL? It just don't make any sense. It's not gonna, yeah, you know, it doesn't happen. It don't happen like that. Yep,
0: yeah, like, yeah uh, that's true. I mean, they like, again, definitely his offense too. They didn't really ask him to do too much of that, but he didn't do it
1: though. You're right, Josh. I agree. Mm. Uh-huh. All right, moving on to the fifth round. This was my favorite pick of the Browns draft. Uh, Nick Harris center out of Washington, six foot one, three hundred two pounds. He is explosive. Uh, he, uh, he uh, he's, he's strong. Um, he, you know, he's got a decent anchor. The biggest problem is he doesn't have the ideal body for a center. He looks dumpy. He looks more like Danny Shelton than, you know, uh, JC Tretter. Uh, and he's really not that tall. You'll see him get abused by swim moves every now and again, but th- <laughs> those are things that, that can improve. I gave him a first, I, this is my number one center. I think he can come in. And oh, he can wow. play. And he can start. Oh yeah, I love. I love Nick Harris. I thought he had an explosive first step. I thought he latched on well. Um, I, I don't. I don't see a whole lot of weaknesses with his games. I actually. I like Adam will tell you. I, I grade like a make love Donovan uh, generously. Uh, so I gave him. <laughs> I gave him a first round grade. Uh, I was pumped. I was my center number one. So him falling to the fifth round. I mean, I, I was. I was ecstatic. But you what do you high think? On the cares, man. Oh,
0: I love. He he should have came out last year, probably, but um, he's good, man. Uh, he played a lot of guard too. I would definitely have him at center instead of guard. Yeah. Um, his body looks like mine, so I like that. <laughs> um, <I'm not laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, he's a little pudgy, a little chunky. Yeah, that's me.
2: Uh, he's a, lot, a little bit bigger than me,
0: but yeah, no, I like him. He's a good player. He's kind of no, he's kind of known, I guess, for that uh, video where he's doing the like dance. The for oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, I think he's a good player. Um, you ran. T- you had him in center one. That's I didn't have him. I love him <laughs> at all. No,
1: you. Didn't he was, he's like, yeah, so. I, he's just so quick, and you can't. use... You can't yes, really quick. find a whole lot of tape of him getting beat. And he's going up against some big, big boys in that Pac-12. You know what I mean? Like, you have a lot of, like, gap penetrators in every other conference. But yeah. the Pac-12, you got a lot of big – like, foe too, like, you got a lot of dudes like that there. You know, With the Simone guy from – The guys, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, UCLA's got one that's topping 300 pounds easy, too. And he's he's withholding it. He's, he's doing his best. I think it's just his goofy body held him back. He doesn't have the best arm length. He's not mm-hmm. tall. He just doesn't look. He doesn't look like a football player. He just looks like, you know, he looks like yeah. one of us in here.
0: Yeah, exactly. So um, I liked him. Man. He was good. The main thing I liked about him, um, and I'll definitely go to Adam or whatever, but, like, when he got downfield blocking um, in that second gear, he could definitely get the linebackers out of the way and get downhill. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, he looks so, for work constantly. He got, he, got body, he got body. He got body hits, too. It was wild. It's wild watching this film. It's a it's, it's really fun film to watch.
2: Yeah, definitely
1: a yeah. play. Adam, yeah. what do you think? He
2: de- no, he definitely lacks ideal NFL measurements uh, or measurables here for your for a guard or a center. I agree. I think he's a center. He is short; he's only six foot tall. Uh, but you mentioned he's you know he's highly competitive. <laughs> almost six one is what I saw. Uh, but you know he you know he was a first team All Pac twelve center both in eighteen and nineteen. He was an honorable mention uh, right guard in seventeen. So he's he's very accomplished in the Pac twelve. Did a lot of good things. I I think you mentioned one one thing with uh, with you know with him being short. Uh, you talked about how good he is about getting to the second level and getting to those linebackers. I think he's going to fit in very very well into this zone run scheme. and I think that's why they, the Browns po- uh, took him here.
1: I, I think you're right. Um, all right, so we liked all the picks so far. Well, obviously. Hey, Josh. You Yeah.
2: One thing. This this pick right here is what uh, has me really optimistic about this uh, Browns front office. You're talking about uh, this is a pick that the Browns didn't have before this draft started. This is a pick they acquired when they traded back from 41. Uh, still got Grant Delpit at 44, the guy they wanted at 41. You trade back three spots, you add 160, you got Grant Delpit and now Nick Harris here. So that I thought this was a tremendous, yeah. tremendous job by Andrew Berry.
1: Yeah, every trade they made was what I thought was very positive. Uh, But moving on, the last pick of the Cleveland Browns twenty twenty draft was a sixth rounder by the name of Donovan Peoples Jones, wide receiver from Michigan, six foot two, two hundred twelve pounds. I was very excited about it. I gave him a third round grade. Um, Full disclosure, I did have KJ Hill higher on my board, Uh, but like I said, you can make a solid, solid argument. Over, uh, for Diamond People's Jones to be drafted over him because he does have the size, he does have the speed, he does offer uh, you know return flexibility. The problem with him is he's been beat up, and the other problem is that he comes from an offense that's been wildly inconsistent. So you don't really know what he can do and can't do. Um, another thing too is he doesn't really create. He he he. Despite having those measurables, he, there's really not a whole lot of film of him just destroying defensive backs. There's really not a whole lot of him creating separation. Uh, but, again, he's been bumped and bruised a lot. Diamond, what do you think?
0: Oh, man, this guy was a, a dream of mine in high school, man. We we had him, uh, when I was at Rivals, we had him 12 overall. Um, oh, my God. one was number one in number one Sparks rating uh, as far as wide receivers, number three overall um, out of the, the whole country that year, which is, like, uh, the top 300 players in high school, obviously, every year. So, super athlete. And, you know, his wide receiver won for me that year. Um, fun fact, same high school as Big Sean in Detroit. I'm a huge big God. Sean fan, sorry. I don't know. I to say that. Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, um, no, he yeah, he he didn't have any dominant games, really. He never had a game over 100 yards. But um obviously Michigan's offense inconsistent, got banged up. Um, and then that offense retreat black and those guys definitely spreading the ball around what Shay Patterson was doing for the past two years. So but I mean, look, the numbers are just I mean, the numbers don't lie for him, like they're insane, like still having a 44 and a half inch vertical. <laughs> run a four, That's like, I can't yeah, in a 448. Um and he was like he thought he was going to run a four three eight four three nine nine is what he said. So he was a little slower than he thought, which everyone says that, but then this broad was insane too. So yeah, I mean, he's just a freak. But, you know, he don't, we don't know not we, but uh, I guess the Browns don't know what to do with him. Um they're going to have to kind of just wait on him, you know. don't don't want him to be in the starting situation. I thought he could have won in the second round, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um I had a third round grade on, but I thought he could have went earlier second. He dropped to the sixth. I was super surprised by that, honestly. I think that's it might be end up being your best pick outside of Delfit and uh um Jedrick. It might end up being the best pick, really. He could be a star so player, possibly.
1: Why do you but, think he struggles at getting separation? What's up with that? I mean, he's obviously checks all the boxes that you would think for someone that would just destroy Defensive backs, especially in the Big Ten, when you're going up against guys like Lavert Hill or Channing Stribling, who don't have the speed to really hang with those guys, why why did why did I fail to see him really bust it open? I mean, KJ Hamler did it. KJ Hamler got separation for days. Why didn't why didn't I ever see that with Peoples Jones? Was it was it injuries? Because that shouldn't have any bearing on the offense, right? Because he's still running. You mean know, him not getting the ball enough would be the part of the offense, but he still didn't. I'm just just trying to figure out. What's up with that? Why did he not create separation more consistently?
0: Uh, I mean, I thought he was pretty healthy this year, so yeah, no excuses. The couple years before that, for sure, you could stay injuries, but I don't know. He just can't get off of um, his press coverage. He can't get off the jam, man, for some reason. Do you think
1: that's what it is? Do you think that that's something that can be solved with him gaining a couple extra pounds and him getting stronger in the upper body?
0: Yeah, I definitely do. I think that could help. Um, Still has some concentration issues. I know he dropped a pretty big pass in the uh, Penn State game. Um, then he wronged like a wrong route in that game too. I watched that Penn State game like three times cause I'm a nerd, but, um, I was, that game was so big at the time. That, that game was huge. Um, so I watched that game and I kind of wanted to see the best of the best and he had an okay game, but definitely some missed opportunities. But yeah, if he can get on maybe eight to nine pounds and, uh, get a little bit more physical in there. I think he's going to a good wide receiver room too. Yeah. Um, you know I mean? Obviously with so much talent in that room and you guys bringing back, um, you guys just signed back, um. Rashard Higgins. Guess. Richard Higgins, yeah. yeah, too. So I think that was big. Obviously OBJ and uh Jarvis and all those guys, so yeah. yeah. I still I still thought uh Callaway was on the team last night, so I totally goofed on that one. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally <laughs> forgot he wasn't on the You don't miss him, huh,
1: at all. No, he didn't he didn't even play for the Tampa Bay Vipers the XFL, man. Couldn't even get on the field there.
0: Damn. I liked yeah. him so much coming out. That's a whole other topic, but I was a huge fan I was a huge um, Callaway fan. So
1: yeah, we didn't talk about the Richard Higgins signing, but that's very It's a very huge for that receiver room because that receiver room goes from being very average to being very, very good. I mean, Richard Higgins 2 years ago had a very, very unique connection and rhythm with Baker Mayfield that I mean, even Jarvis Landry and OBJ don't have. Um, I mean, you know, you follow college football as much as anybody in the world, Donovan. You know how productive Richard Higgins was at Colorado State and it really thought it really looked like he was coming to into his own about three years ago um so hopefully he can kind of pick up where he left off three years ago and kind of move from there and kind of would just forget about last year but that that's a very exciting signing that we really haven't talked about uh but adam what do you think about donovan people's jones i absolutely love the pick this
2: is this is my like as far just from a pure value standpoint this is my highest rated draft pick in the entire draft uh, oh my as far God. as value, I had him. I I gave him a second round grade too. I had him at wide receiver thirteen for him to fall away the sixth round. I thought it was a steal.
1: You gave I him a with... second round grade.
2: Yep, man. I, uh, you
1: you I said know. third. Yeah, I, right? I
0: I was really high on him, like well, a lot more than others. I never. I, knew I had, him. had him. Anyone had him?
1: I had him as a third. I had him as a third round grade too, but but because of those boxes that he checks, right, kind of like Chase mm. Clay. But I didn't see it on the field. How? In the hell did you have him in the second round? Who did you have sure. him over, bro? Uh,
2: let pulled pull it up.
1: Well, uh, so start, the yeah, big names, I had receivers. him over.
2: Yeah, so I had him right behind Chase Claypool, Lavisca Chenault. I had him ahead of Lynn Bowden, Van Jefferson, Dever, Devin Duvernay. Uh, that that tier, I had him okay. right above those guys. Uh, but you know, he the, you mentioned he's a five-star receiver out of high out of high school. consensus <sighs> top rate receiver in the twenty seventeen recruiting class. Uh, you know, probably one of the 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 you know physically most impressive wide receivers in the entire draft. You mentioned his his vertical jump, his broad jump. He's got a ninety nine percentile burst score. He he was a good punt returner at Michigan. That's one of the things he did pretty well. Uh, Josh, you, you were asking the question about why he's not be able to create separation. I think um, you know I don't think he's very fluid in and out of his routes. I, I think he's got to improve as a route runner. Uh, his his all of his explosive qualities show up vertically and not horizontally, and I think that's where he could improve. And if he's able to do that, I, I say I think watch out. Um, and, and you know he was he was inconsistent at Michigan. I think his production was was highly disappointing relative to his talent. But I think you can write some of that off based off Shea Patterson. I true I mean Shea Patterson was was on, the only player that was invited to the combine this year that is not on an NFL roster right now. And I think that's because NFL teams know that he's no good. Um, so, you know, you're as a wide receiver, you you can only be as good as your your quarterback is to a certain extent. And I'm, so that's what I'm, I'm writing off a lot of his inconsistency, inconsistency and in disappointing
1: production, uh, you know, to Shea Patterson. Bro, what's the name of the TCU quarterback, Adam? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you, Josh. That, I had Jalen Rager high. That that's that's my point. That like, and I'm not I don't I don't know the name of the TCU starting quarterback either because they 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 went through five of them. I love Donald Peoples Jones. I'm not bashing the pick, but I keep hearing people blame Shea Patterson. People blaming this offense, and no, and I said that too at the beginning. But like, that needs to not be an entire crutch because Jalen Rager was productive. You know what I mean? Uh, the, KJ Hamler was productive, and those guys. I mean, they had. They had they had the same talent at quarterback, if not worse. So I mean, I get it. I I, th- I hope he thrives. I think it was a great pick, but that that is it is feeling like that is the only excuse that people are talking about is that that iffy offense. And I brought it up too. I'm guilty of it too. I just I I just feel like that is the my biggest issue is that we are using that as a crutch. And there's been other guys that have had crappy talent around him, around them, and have done very well. I mean, would you, would you guys agree with that point? I mean, he had a Wilton speed his freshman year, so. <laughs> <It's pretty weird. laughs> um, I mean, Shay was an, for like a week,
0: right? Yeah, Shay was an upgrade. Um, for sure, I thought so. Yeah, I mean, it's funny though because at Cass Tech at high school in Detroit, he um, as good as he was, like he didn't. They they kind of it was kind of the same offense. Like I know, like it's weird high school football, but like they they ran a really weird offense with like a lot of different receivers. and They ran the ball a lot, so he didn't have like crazy stats in high school either. So it's kind of always been this way. This isn't new. Um he was a five star because of he did have good numbers, but like mainly testing. And really I thought he would get drafted maybe in the second or third round, like Adam was saying because of testing, but
1: Hey I man, had him as a third round grade. I'm not bashing anything that was said. Yeah. I just I, I had I had him as a third round grade too. I'm just saying it gets, it gets his crappy production gets brought up a lot as you know, oh well, let's chalk it off because because of, of Shea Patterson. I, I do think that that's a little a teensy weensy bit unfair. Even though I brought it up as well, um, who was his quarterback at Cast Tech? I don't remember right
0: now, but he was a D one quarterback. I just can't think who it is. I'd have to look it up. Was it, but do you it was- remember?
1: This is this is off topic, but do you remember the quarterback? I thought he went to Cast Tech. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Call Crick, JU J. Call who went to I think that's his name. Who went to Michigan State? He was supposed to go to Michigan State and then he got busted for um, some sexual assault stuff. Uh, and then he went to Ferris been,
0: State. That might have been his quarterback if that timeline yeah. adds. Yeah. Because uh, Donald People Jones is what was a junior. So he, yeah. so he was in high school four years ago. Yeah, I think that was, I think that possibly was his quarterback, actually.
1: But I'm going to look, I'm going to Google that because that's another yeah. name what we were talking about pre draft about how he could get a shot because he, you know, it's like 6'3, 240, ran for like a thousand yards, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so let's move on to some undrafted free agents that Browns have picked up. Uh, they've signed like five, but the two that stick out to me, the guys I gave drafting grades to, and let me know if you guys see anybody else that the Browns picked up that you guys gave drafting grades, draftable grades to. Uh, but AJ Green, cornerback of Oklahoma State. Six foot one, two hundred two pounds. Adam, we did a mock draft. I gave him a third round grade. I think he went in the third or fourth round in our mock draft. Um, This is a guy that's big, six foot one. That's a large corner. Um, You know, I think he plays faster than he timed. I think that at the end of the day, that's what doomed him: is he ran a four six two at the combine. But I do think he plays faster than what he what he does on tape. I mean, there's a lot of fast wide receivers in the Big Twelve, and he didn't get beat very often. Um, And he's also got an awkward body, kind of like Nick Harris, where he's not. Even though he is taller, he doesn't really have that length. I think his arms are like 31 inches long, and the average for white for corners for corners that are over six foot is like 35. Um, but I, I like him. I, I had him ranked higher than Darnay Holmes, uh, Michael uh, Ujimidia, uh and Kendall Veldor. What do you guys think, Adam? I guess you get to go first because Don was dying.
0: <laughs> yeah i'm sorry i tried to meet myself so <laughs> yeah
2: you're good i'm trying to pull up
0: my notes here john so
2: donovan if you're ready to go feel
0: free no i am yeah sorry i literally tried to mute myself and i just <laughs> no you're good it. um so sorry I, so the best undrafted free agents that was a question correct
1: so, yeah for no, the i, well, I was, I was asking. I was what's your what's your thoughts on aj green i thought oh, I AJ when green. the browns snagged him i was super excited about it I didn't know the uh, Browns
0: uh, snagged him. Uh, That's another good signing. He'll probably make the team for sure. Um,
1: Yeah, he's like the highest paid undrafted free agent um, the Browns have. Okay, yeah. Um,
0: I was surprised that he – yeah, he's not very athletic. He didn't run a good 40-time necessarily, but he's going against those offenses in the Big 12 every week. I mean, you're not going to look great um, every weekend, but he played pretty well. Um, The mock draft we did, yeah, we had him around the fourth round. I thought that's where he would go around the fourth round, yeah, fifth, maybe yeah. fifth. Uh, he didn't, but um, I mean, yeah, I, th- man. I, I
1: think I think he uh, makes the team. I think his ceiling yeah, think is makes... is a starter. I think he can start in the NFL, and I think I at think the very worst, he's a he's a I great special teams player or something. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, I think he should make the team, or he can make the team. Uh, I think he's a good player too. Um, he's a solid player. I don't think he's ever going to be really a starter. NFL, but he's definitely a special teamer and a guy you want in the dime packages, quarter packages, or anything like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a solid pick. I don't, who else did the Browns get for the undrafted free agents? So- I'm not. I didn't look at the whole list for the undrafted free agents.
1: They got five players. I didn't write them all down. I only wrote down the two players that I gave a draftable grade to. Um, the second player that I, I gave a draftable grade to, if they snagged, was Kevin Davidson, quarterback from Princeton, six oh, he's foot good. four. Yeah, I gave him. I gave him a seventh round grade. Um, six foot four, two hundred twenty four pounds. All Ivy. The last two years, uh, obviously, he's a very large quarterback. of six foot four, two hundred twenty. I mean, that's the perfect size you quarterback <laughs> uh, and he, he is a very your prototypical pocket quarterback you know he drops back he dishes the ball out good distributor not flashy uh which i kind of thought was surprising cause the browns have you know baker mayfield who's more of a um i don't know he, he thrives in chaos i guess kevin davidson does not uh but he, I, I like him i think he's got a very good arm i had him ranked higher than tommy stevens and uh ben DiNucci, so i, I was surprised that he went undrafted
0: I can't believe Ben and Ducey still got drafted, but
1: that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> still wild. T- Tommy, team, I wasn't surprised because he
0: can do some. He can play tight end and like special teams too. But uh, yeah, Kevin's good, man. I, um, I interviewed Kevin going into Princeton. He was a big time recruit. We had him as a four star actually. What um, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, he so at the beginning of the season he was a four. So he got suspended. Um, he didn't play his senior season of high school. He had some uh, transfer issues there. So he he kind of was faking a transfer. Almost, like, you know. Uh, what? You know, uh, act like, well, so he lived in a, a pretty nice suburb part of California. He transferred to a school in Oakland, like, in the city. And he, uh, you know, his parents were like, oh, he's – he's we moved here. But, like, it was fake. They didn't really move there. So what happened was he didn't play. He, the CIF, which is, like, California, like, um, Federation for High School Football or whatever, like, said he was ineligible for the whole season. Wow. The story behind him in high school, yeah. So he dropped from a four-star to a 3 because he didn't play his whole senior season. <laughs> um, really, that's really the only reason why. Because he was really good. Um, he had offers from Cal and Stanford and a bunch of other schools. But I know he was probably going to go to Stanford. So Princeton made sense, still academic-wise, I guess. But it was kind of surprising still that he went to Princeton. Because, again, this is a four-star kid that was, six, he was 6'3", 220 in high school. So he hasn't gotten that much bigger. But, <laughs> yeah, that was a kind of weird story <laughs> behind him. And it wasn't his fault. His parents kind of. It was his, his dad's fault, really. But he kind of got screwed out of uh, senior
2: year high school. kind of. Wow, that's wild.
1: That's yeah, wild. I had so. no idea. Adam, did yeah, you have man. any thoughts on the? Uh, any thoughts on these undrafted free agents? Yeah.
2: No. I mean, ba- I mean, we've moved past AJ Green at this point, but yeah, I had. Uh, I mean, you know, I say I mirror the same things you said about Kevin Davis, and he's the guy that. You know he's smart. He makes good decisions, uh, but he struggles outside the structure of the play. So if the play breaks down, he has to, you know, to um, to create on his own. I think that's that's where he's, uh, all, you know, not really able to provide much value. He doesn't have great mobility. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think he's an interesting long-term prospect. He he had the he has uh, the single-game Ivy lead record with seven touchdown passes in a game.
1: Wow, I didn't know that either. But I, I do like that you're bringing the heat, man. Uh, with these hot takes, saying that the Princeton guy is a smart player. That's that's good analysis, <laughs> Adam. I, I, I really walked
2: into that. That's my bad.
0: <laughs> he's a really a, smart player. <laughs> you guys got Solomon Ajayi, I think too. I, I think you, you got. Was it? Is the Bengals or Browns that got him? It was Jay Ajayi's little brother? He's a linebacker, but from okay. from
1: Liberty, right? Yeah, I don't know We did get him. Get him. He oh, did was the Browns. The Browns. Brown? Okay. Yeah,
0: I, I didn't give him a, draft, a draftable grade though. Did you? No, I didn't, but I've heard from a lot of the small school guys, like Draft Diamonds and like Bill Carroll and stuff, that he's a really good player out of Liberty. And I've watched Liberty yeah. on offense, though, obviously because of the receiver and quarterback um, mm-hmm. combo they had there. But I didn't really watch the defense. But I've heard he's pretty. Good. He'll get a shot. Man, he's got that Jay last name and everything. He's an athlete. <laughs> he's a pretty good athlete too, apparently. But uh, yes, I I yeah, don't, I, I didn't see that. I'm not gonna act like I watched that guy at Liberty on defense. Their offense was fun, but their defense was not good. Really, I've been watching.
1: Yeah. rumor rumor has it and I don't I don't want to dive too much into it because I want to move on but rumor has it that they're, the Browns are pretty close to signing Alex Taylor off tackle from South Carolina State that's a guy that we kind of went in depth here on the podcast a couple weeks ago uh, because he measured at the senior bowl which you were down at and he's just got freaky 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 limbs super long super giant hands the longest at the senior bowl the biggest at the at the senior bowl six foot eight well over 300 pounds uh, so there's rumors that the Browns are gonna bring hit, you know they're Close to signing him officially, but obviously we'll break that down more when that happens.
0: Can't believe he didn't get signed yet.
1: Crazy. I think he, I think he's negotiating now. Now he's in the I, okay. he's going to get waiting. a chance. Yeah, yeah, because I know the Browns have offered it, but I don't think it's official yet. The two guys I named off are official; they're coming in. But all right, moving down, moving on, we'll make this quick. Let's break down the rest of the AFC North. Uh, my favorite AFC North class uh, was the Cincinnati Bengals. Does anybody disagree with that, or?
0: I love the uh, strategy, Yeah, well, wait. So, yeah, they're just out of the. Uh, I mean, I like the Browns better than the Bengals. Really, the Bengals. Yeah, well, like they got Joe Burrow, so obviously, like, <laughs> I mean, that's like a different type of deal. But yeah, depth-wise, yeah. Um, the Ra- Eric, You know, so Eric Robinson, he 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 had the Ravens as the number one draft.
1: Uh, you know, I, I, like I think the there's race. a fair. I think there's a fair argument yeah. there. Yeah, they had a good. Man, one. I, they got a lot of.
0: Well, I mean, the Bengals had a good draft. I mean, so yeah, let's I, like, actually looking at it. The Bengals draft is really good. Damn, actually. Yeah, I don't think I'm looking I don't at. Have to... <laughs> it's really good. I, <laughs> I didn't don't realize have. The... They got. They got Logan Wilson. I didn't. I I forgot yeah. they got Logan Wilson, and they got a uh, uh, Khalid Kareem. I like him a yeah. lot. They got Akeem Adenji, Adenji, Adenji. Yeah, I had Adenji. I had a high grade on him, way higher than 180. Yeah. I had him in the top 100. So yeah, yeah Marcus Bailey,
1: if he can stay healthy. So let's Dave, go. Let's go through. Yeah. Let's go through the draft. I no, no, you, <laughs> no, no, no. You're you're good. We like I'm, I'm, you're naming off the guys, so we might as well just go through it. Uh, they got Joe Burrow, obviously in the first round, quarterback from LSU. I think we all agree that that was the right pick, right? Is he yeah, from absolutely. Ohio? Is he from yep. Ohio? Maybe. <laughs> no, yeah, because I know <laughs> they mentioned that Maybe. a little bit. Yeah, just a few times. Uh, in the second round, they took T. Higgins, wide receiver from Clemson, who I gave a first round grade. I'm very high on tickets, as you know. Does anybody disagree with that pick?
2: No,
0: I thought he I had. You know what's funny? I'm like 35. I had have a second round grade, a high second. So that's about yep. where. Yeah.
1: And then they snagged Logan Wilson in the third round inside linebacker from Wyoming. That is also where I graded him. I don't I don't think that, I think that was a perfect value there. Does anybody disagree with that? Nope. No. But then they grabbed Akeem Davis Gaither, outside linebacker out of Appalachian State in the second round. Or I'm sorry, in the fourth round. I gave him a second round grade, so I thought this was a good steal as well. Does anybody have any problems with that pick? Nope. No.
0: No. Adam, Adam is a Leo. fourth round.
1: I'm, I'm going to read these off. And if anybody has an issue, just let me – just stop me. Uh, then they grabbed Khalid Kareem, defensive end of Notre Dame in the fifth round. I gave him a third-round grade. I, again, another steal. Sixth round, Hakeem Adeniji, like you said, I was tackle out of Kansas. I gave him a second-round grade. And then in the seventh round, they grabbed the guy, Marcus Bailey, inside <laughs> linebacker from Purdue that we already discussed, who I gave a third-round grade to. So to me – their best. I, I loved every pick. Adeniji, I thought was their best pick. Honestly, I thought their worst pick was probably Burrow, based off of the expectations that are put on him. Because I don't see a bad pick. What do you guys I think agree about with this class?
2: No, I think you nailed it, Josh, when when you say that. I feel the same way about the Browns here. I do not think there was a bad pick made. And I, you know, I give, I, I have, I, I ranked all my, all these, uh, all these teams based off of value and expected value from from where they're picking from. And I, I have Joe Burrow as the worst graded. Pick that that the Bengals Made and obviously you can't argue with that pick That was the obvious pick at one But yeah you know you know I agree with you Man there's just not a bad pick on this roster Uh, Logan Wilson I think And uh, Keem Davis Gaither those are are guys That they're bringing in to try to slow down uh, Lamar Jackson Um, And so I think they were very very uh, And Marcus Bailey too I think they were very um, They had a plan Uh, They got got to beat the Ravens and that they tried to You know bring in
1: linebackers that can slow Jackson down Every player that they draft that I think can start eventually in the NFL, uh, Donovan. Do you what, what? do you have to add about the class? You, you seem pretty stoked about it once you reviewed it. Yeah, like I, you know, there's so many picks I kind of like forgot
0: off the top of my head, uh, especially the day three guys. Um, yeah, we will hung over that day, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, the, first, the first two days. I remember, but no, yeah, they had a they had a good draft. They really, yeah, they had a top ten draft. If I want to look at it, because I think. I think Burrow's going to be a top ten quarterback in three years. Um, yeah, I think Higgins is going to be a, a good wide receiver. I don't yeah. think he's like AJ Green or anything, but he'll be good. I think Logan Wilson's going to be a good player, starter. And then yeah, I like Clay Kareem. I like Hakeem. Uh, a, a, how do you say it last how, last name? A- a-
2: a- I a- believe dinnergy. it's Adeniji. Yeah, yeah.
1: Really and he can hard, play guard. They say. Yeah.
2: yeah he they say, can. He can well, I
1: yeah. don't know about that because he doesn't have the best anchor. He gets pushed back. So you're going to put him in in on the inside and he's going to get pushed around against guys like Brandon Williams in Baltimore or obviously, you know, Larry, Larry Okenjobi. I don't I just I don't know if he has the anchor needed to play guard, but I guess maybe he could get that. That that's not happening this year, I guess is what no. I just say. I mean, the
0: Bengals at least like, I mean, I don't know what you think, Adam? You're a Bengals fan. I'd love to ask you like what, what do you think about them next year, like, will they still be picking in the top five, top ten?
2: That's what I'm oh, guessing. Oh yeah, right. I I, mean, re- not- I really don't think so, and maybe you don't and think don't, so. And I I don't, and I'm at- okay. I don't want to be I don't want to be this biased fan either. But you got to think about it. They they didn't have AJ Green last year for the entire season. They didn't have Jonah Williams t- last year for the entire season. I love uh, Jonah. They love Jonah. They, Yeah. So yeah. you're automatically upgrading their offensive line with Jonah Williams. You, you know we were very young on the offensive line. All those guys are getting a year old. You got Michael Jordan, Bobby Hart, Trey uh, Hopkins. I believe his name is. Those are guys that are going to continue to improve along the <coughs> offensive line. Joe Mixon is is an elite running back. Um, you know, I think, you and they they you, they did all, a lot of offseason work with uh, bringing in like Trey Waynes and uh, all those guys in the secondary. Um, they brought in Von Bell. They they signed Alex Bynes, I believe, from Baltimore linebacker. They've done a lot of work in this offseason to get better. I, I really wouldn't be surprised if this is a seven eight win team. Okay,
0: okay, you're a little bit high because I talked to another Bengals fan that thought. They're gonna be picking the
2: top
1: five again <laughs> like next year. Bro, of like... I don't I, I,
2: it'll I, depend I agree. on what it'll I, depend I, on how Burrow gets in and performs early.
1: Dude, I think they suck again too. I you got the Ravens are getting better. Yeah. The Browns are getting better. The, the Steelers stuff. are never terrible. There, I mean, you know, that's four losses. I just think four losses right off the bat. Not even not even looking at the schedule, I'm guaranteeing you four losses. Dude, like I just I don't man It's
0: gonna be yeah, I I, I don't I see them maybe five and <laughs>
1: They they might not um, they might not pick in the top five, but I would bet a yeah, strong. Five, of money. I would bet a strong amount of money. They're bet, they're drafting the top ten. You know I'm taking over six to, Okay,
0: that's a good bet. Adams a betting man. Both of you guys are. We all
1: are. That's the fun
0: thing about yeah. this show. I love betting shit. But no, I I see them kind of as like the Dolphins. Um, like the Dolphins picked in the top five, but like they got better towards the end of the year. Like they yeah, clearly a better team. Like I think the Bengals might start off really bad,
1: but they're gonna end well, and Joe Burrow's gonna get. Get Dude,
0: hot there's,
1: and catch some fire. there's got to be a, a period of time where Joe Burrow sucks. There just has to be because if he comes to, in, maybe he'll come in hot and just be rookie of the year and they'll go if, seven to nine. Eight and eight. He's <laughs> going from one of the best college football teams of all time to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. You're telling me there's not going to be a period yeah. where he goes, Oh my god, what am I doing? I don't know how's, what's going to happen here. How's the Bengals
0: O line? Are they like average? At, are they top 15? Are they, they bottom five?
2: They were sure. bottom five last year, but again, you got Jonah Williams, um, and then That's I think true. I think they they got they get they're really young. So I think you give them another year to. I mean, I think you'll see some development. It's definitely not. It's a bottom I mean,
1: bottom. It's the half same thing oh. that Bengals fans said three years earlier when they drafted uh Oga, Oga from Texas A Yes, I do. And so, yeah. Fisher Fisher from Oregon. Yeah, yeah. yeah when they went, when they went rounds one and two. Mm-hmm. And now three years well, later, they're they not they... even in the NFL. Well, no, yeah, Fisher no, I... plays tight end now for the Bills. <laughs>
2: yeah, no, I agree. I, I'm optimistic. Uh, I don't. I don't think this is a good offensive line by any stretch. I'm a lot not, of I'm question not marks in this case.
1: It's a lot. Yeah, of- and, oh, and, and I, I, I think... like the
2: skill position guys so Mixon, AJ, and uh, Boyd.
1: TT,
0: Boyd. Yeah, and then John, Ross.
2: Uh, John Rock.
0: Yeah, well, on Tate. I mean, I don't know about John Ross.
2: <laughs> John Ross is up and down, man. But he yeah, when he he, plays well. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't trust him at all. The one who's yeah, yeah, but maybe he plays well. He's got some weapons. Just you know, but he's got he's got to uh, stay upright. And I mean, Joe can move too. Um, with so all I just, with
2: everything. I think I think the Bengals will get hurt by everything going on with uh, with this COVID nineteen not being able to get rookie minicaps, not yeah. being able to have these summer workouts to where you know Joe Burrow and these young guys aren't going to be in there getting the reps that they need. So I think I think you're right. I think you could see this team struggle early, but then pick it up as the year goes on.
0: Right, and then so young coach Zach Taylor. He's yeah. what the youngest coach in the NFL. So.
1: Yeah, I might be hammering that under, but we'll see. But let's move on to the Baltimore Ravens draft. This is a draft that I had second in the AFC North. Um, I think I I also had them in the top 10. I gave them the number six draft in the NFL. Um, I thought they hit there was only one pick of the entire slot that I thought was bad. Um, They obviously started out hot. They took Patrick Queen, uh, inside linebacker from LSU. I thought that was a great pick. Um, They got lucky when Jordan Brooks went ahead of them. Uh, Their second round pick, they grabbed J.K. Dobbins, running back at Ohio State. I thought that was an absolute steal. That's a guy gave a first round grade to. Then they grabbed uh, Justin Metabuke in the third round, defensive tackle from Texas A&M. that's another guy gave a first round grade to. Then they grabbed David David uh, Duvernay, wide receiver at Texas in the third round. That's about where I had him. Uh, Malik Harrison in the third round, inside linebacker from Ohio State. That's where I had him. Third round again, Tyree Phillips, offensive tackle from Mississippi State, gave him a third round grade. Then they went in the fourth round and got Ben Bredesen guard out of Michigan, who I gave a first round grade. I think he's very good, very high floor. Then they took uh project Washington, in the fifth round defensive tackle out of Texas tech. I thought that that was a reach. I gave him a six round grade. Then they went James Proche, six rounder wide receiver out of SMU. I gave him a fourth round grade. And then Gino stone in the seventh round safety out of Iowa. I gave him a fourth round grade. So again, I only had one bad pick at the whole batch. I think all these guys can play. Um I mean obviously I don't think all of them are potential starters but I think they're all going to be able to mm-hmm. provide depth.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. I think I had the Ravens the fourth best draft in this uh in, in the NFL. I had the Browns second, the Bengals seventh. So I, I thought the AFC North cleaned up. Uh but I agree with you here. I, there was only one pick that I that you know, I really gave a really negative grade to and that was Jalen Hawkins, defensive back out of California. I thought the best he pick went, that the he Ravens the,
1: got was He went to the Falcons. Yeah. Jalen Hawkins with the Falcons.
2: Well, shoot, I got that label wrong then. I don't know what happened. Uh, okay, regardless, I, man, I don't think they, damn don't think it, they made Adam. a bad pick. <laughs> I don't think you made. they made a bad pick. Their best pick, obviously, in my opinion, was Malik Harrison.
1: <clears throat> I, I was not high on Broderick Washington. I know a lot of people were, but I want someone to explain to me why.
0: Oh, it won't be me, because I, I didn't have him as a top a draft draftable player.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I had him as a draftable I only, player. And,
0: I, I do 300, and I didn't have him as a top
1: 300. But I thought he was okay, but I, yeah, I thought there was a couple other guys on the board uh, that I liked a little bit better, like the Davis brothers. Um, man, I'm trying to find my Pittsburgh team. But all right, uh, moving on. The next draft, the la- the one I had, I had ranked last in the NFC, the AFC North, and I actually had them as the 25th best draft. So I didn't like it at all. I don't see what they were trying to do at all. Maybe you guys disagree. Um, there, I thought they did really well at the end of the draft. Uh, but the first two picks were just so bad that I just I, I it ended up not it didn't make me hard guys it didn't make me hard so the Pittsburgh Steelers they didn't have a first round pick they drafted Chase Clay Pool wide receiver out of Notre Dame in the second round I gave him a third round grade Alex Highsmith defensive end out of Charlotte in the third round I gave him a seventh round grade uh Anthony McFarlane, running back out of Maryland I he was a fourth rounder I gave him a third round grade now we're starting to get the guys I like I gave him a third round grade Kevin Dotson guard out of Louisiana. He, they drafted in the fourth round. I gave him a third round grade. Antoine Brooks, safety out of Maryland, drafted in the sixth. I gave him a fifth. And then Carlos Davis, defensive tackle out of Nebraska, he went in the seventh. I gave him a fifth. So the last four picks I liked, but those first two, I think I think they just absolutely botched. I don't really know what the what the plan is there. Uh, do you guys disagree? What's going on? What are you guys thinking?
0: Uh I don't know. I I got to disagree with you man. I barely disagree with Josh, but um Adam loves it too. Adam loves the Steelers. Well, well I'm not going to say I love it. Um I see actually I have him 23rd. So I'm not really disagreeing with oh, so that. Much. We're close. But but Chase Claypool, that was a good pick. And I really I, I think because these offenses in this division are pretty high powered if you look at what the Bengals are trying to do, what the Browns are doing um and obviously what the Ravens are doing. You got Chase Claypool, you can use him in obviously different situations. That's what you are gonna have to do with Deontay, Chase so Washington, and Juju Smith. I mean, that you're 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 giving you're going all in on Ben at 38, and that's what I wanted the Packers to do, and they didn't do it at all. But sorry, I'm being salty, but they're <laughs> like, hey, we're giving Ben at 38 his weapons. We he only has a couple years left at max. Let's go ahead and make the most of it while we have it. Like, don't start drafting. They didn't draft a quarterback. They got they got Mason. You know, say what you want about Mason off. On to whatever he, he's, he's a okay. backup he, he's okay but i mean at this i mean who are they gonna draft better than mason at that point you know what i mean not really much many people i could have got easton i'm a huge easton guy but that's a different story but i like claypool i had a i think it, i was i think he's better than t higgins
1: um, really yeah what, what 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 round grade did you give claypool first late first you gave chase claypool first round grade
0: Man, I think some of it Bill was saying is because I'm a USC fan and he destroyed us so much.
1: <laughs> like his best Bro, Yeah, man. I think I'm shocked you know? by that. He had a great combine, but that's it. You and then they took they took yeah. Chase Claypool. They took Chase Claypool over Denzel Mims.
0: I had Mims uh first round grade two though. And you had him did you
1: have him higher than Claypool? No. <laughs>
0: Oh, yes, yes, yes. I had Mimps. Yeah, problems. everybody yeah, did. They
1: passed oh, on Denzel Mills for Chase Claypool, who who had a great combine, but very much in the same vein as Donovan Peoples-Jones. Dude, you can't find that guy creating separation. Chase
0: Claypool's numbers are insane, man. He's good. Like, he's not just like a number. Donovan I, Peoples-Jones is just good numbers, but, like, this dude actually produced on the field, like, in big... Now, the Clemson game, trash versus A.J. Terrell. Not good at all. He struggles versus guys that he can't bully like, you know what I mean? But this, I mean, this dude's, you see the size, you see the athleticism, man, you see the production. It, yeah. He got with, bullied by
1: AJ Terrell. He did,
0: but he got better. Every, he got better every season. um, Especially last season. Ian book was just throw. I mean, 13 touchdowns over a thousand yards. But Ian, and Ian books, a solid quarterback, but and he ain't playing with Trevor Lawrence or.
1: They Gilberto. took him over Denzel Mims, dude. I
0: get that. I get that. I was I mean, saying it from that point. I just look at Chase Claypool's upside. This is a dude from Canada that's barely – hes a he was a basketball player in Canada. Uh, didn't play much football until his senior year. And I think his, he's just getting better and better and better. Um, I know a little bit of his story. I like him a lot. I think with his testing numbers, he solidified himself as a first-round pick. I mean, he's putting out
1: the same numbers as, like, Calvin Johnson testing. And I'm not <laughs>
0: saying he's Calvin Johnson. We've seen that. Hey, come outside. on. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, this 6'4", 238 with a 40 half inch vertical, man. Like, <laughs> didn't that wide receiver from Arkansas – they have the same um, testing Ma- numbers too. Omar Bayless? Yeah. I mean, no one's talking about him in the second round. You know what I mean? It's just I just didn't see it. Omar I did Bayless not said. I did not see those numbers on the field. I
0: just didn't. What game? I mean, okay, so was it not was it so you didn't see it on the field? Like really? I mean you just, I, you, just you just said it, Clemson, he didn't do nothing. That's one game though, man. Like, yeah, you know? like that was one game. That was that was two, that like, wasn't last year. That was two years ago. It was two years ago. AJ Terrell played trash versus LSU, but I'm not. I don't want to hold him back because.
1: Of- nah, there was. I mean, there was just a couple other games where I just didn't yeah, see didn't him dominate. down. I mean, but yeah, like Cole Komet. Like I feel like he was open every play. I feel like that dude was open every time he went off a route. I feel like he was open. There were some plays where I was like, man, why isn't Claypool beating this guy? Just like Diamond People's Jones, it's like why isn't he? Why isn't he beating this guy? This guy's not like you know what I mean. Like uh uh, uh you know what, what's you know guys like G- Gino Stone is not like. or like a a Michael Amoudier or whatever his name is. That guy's not tested well, but he stopped on people's Jones. I just feel like there's some guys that play to their speed and there's some guys that don't. Just like there's some guys that test really poorly that I think are better than what they test. Like, I just don't see Chase Claypool doing what he did. Like Denzel Mims, when he tested well at the combine, that didn't surprise me at all. That dude was running like around everybody. He ran three routes, he only ran three routes, but he ran them really great, and he beat everybody except for Jeff Gladney.
0: I mean, there's things I worry about with Claypool still, like not to talk about him too much, but, I mean, yeah, like he, again, when he's going against the 6'1", 6'2", corner, that's a physical corner that's jamming him, He he's still bigger, but he's not taking advantage of him being 240, 6'4", you know what I mean? He he bullies up on the smaller – I mean, when he's playing like USC game, that tape, I mean, just anything he wanted to do, he did, especially in the red zone. Um, like the Navy game, obviously he had almost two hundred yards. But it's Navy, you know, he's going against a 5'10". <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Navy. No yeah. disrespect
0: to Navy. But I'm, I'm trying. Like-
1: I'm trying to remember the USC game because I mean, we watched it. We were texting each other while that game was going on, and I, I remember him having a big game. I don't remember who was going up against him. I don't remember did they do bracket coverage. I don't really remember how that game played out for him. Like if they were he, doubling well, he, him
0: or like he did. They doubled him in that game, so his stats weren't crazy, but he just caught really clutch passes, like in the fourth quarter from Ian Book. But, but really, like the game that stood out to me was the Virginia Tech game, um, and then the uh, Iowa State game at the end of the season, uh, and then like the Navy game. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, like I said, it's Navy. They're so small. Yeah, I don't so count. Small.
1: Yeah, I don't count that. I mean, everybody at Notre Dame had a good game against Navy. They're the the, the Georgia, the
0: Georgia game, you kind of saw. I think the real him because he played good, but he definitely disappears sometimes. There you go. That's that, fair. Like,
1: yeah. That's fair. I feel that's hundred percent that, accurate. I'm on the same page with you. Yeah,
0: Cole Komet had like ten catches for 120 yards and a touchdown that game, like his biggest. But then I think let me just look at. Yeah, uh, Claypool caught six passes, 66 yards, a touchdown. That's like he should yeah. be doing better than that. You know
1: what I mean? Yeah. Like, so. No, you're you're 100 right. That I think that you you summed up. There you go. We're on the same page. He disappears. Cole Komet, When I watched when I watch Cole Komet, he gets open. Like there's times where I'm looking at the screen going throw it to him, throw it to him, throw it to him, throw it to him. Throw it to him. I never did that with Claypool. Do you know what I mean? When he was open, it felt like he got the ball. Like it was like okay, this is who's getting the ball. But I mean, I still like him. I gave him a third round grade. I think he's good. I just I thought Denzel Mims was a tier above him. Like I, I liked Denzel. I thought Denzel Mims was the dude there, and they they didn't take him. I, I was not like. I didn't like Highsmith either. I thought Highsmith was a bad pick too. That I love. I loved him. We talked about him on your podcast during the season. I mean, I watched. I watched a fair amount of Charlotte football, and he was very productive. But dude, he measured in. I don't think he even weighed two forty, and he ran like a four eight. Like he can't. He's got to play defensive, wow. and he can't eight. Adam, I'm sure you got those numbers pulled up, right? Yeah, let let me let find me find them. yeah.
0: So Highsmith, I didn't like. McFarlane is a. A rotational back, he's got some speed and burst. I, but... I
1: think all the other picks were good. I just think they botched the two i mean McFarlane, he's I mean, he's a big play waiting to happen. The other guy I thought yeah. that all the other guys were good. It's just those first two picks. I was like, What are yeah. you doing? What's going on here? That's not
0: Especially Dots Dotson is a if he can if they can figure it out with Dotson, that's a big, massive guy to be blocking in front. He he's a mauler. Like a, he just seems like, good yeah, he seems like a Steelers guy. Yeah. He seems like the Steelers guy. Yeah, I like, yeah. Car- yeah. I I don't know about Brooks too much. I mean, I watched Brooks play, but he's kind of just okay to me. Um, I thought
1: I thought he was good, like you said, okay. He's going to be a solid rotational in the box safety. Um, yeah, like I, you know, comes downhill well. I I like him. I think you're right about Kevin Dots, and I think that guy can be impact starter level. I Carlos, think Carlos Davis is okay Davis, too. Yeah. I think yeah, he's I a, too. he can be a very solid contributor. I do too. He, um, I thought he was the better. T- uh, I thought he was the better twin.
0: I did too. He's a little yeah. little short, I think. I mean, a little kind of undersized, I guess, somewhat, like and lengthwise. But I, I think he's only 6'1", right?
1: I don't think he tested well either. I think his brother, I think Khalil t- tested a little bit better, which is why he went higher. But.
0: Yeah, I have to check his height. I think he's like 6'1", though. Yeah, he well, he's 6'2", he's, he's 313. I mean, 31-inch yeah, orange.
1: All right. Okay. So let's let's go ahead. Let's close this chapter up. We're get we're getting pretty late, and you got you said you got another pod to get on. Um. But Adam, we want I wanted to argue about one more thing, dude. We were so polar opposites on the Giants draft. I had them as the fourth best draft, and you had them as like the last.
2: Mm-hmm. Twenty
1: sixth, okay. dude. Okay. So let's go through here. They drafted Andrew Thomas, uh, in the first round. Mm-hmm. We all agree. Well, we all we get a first agree. round trade
2: we do give him a first round grade and i think this is where you know the giants get hurt a little bit because they picked fourth obviously the expected value out of, of a fourth round pick is pretty high i had jedrick willis rated higher than andrew thomas uh, so that you know I, I do have andrew thomas as a as a negative grade i'm not saying that that's a bad okay, pick if that's who they
1: like um, i, I, I'm a, I don't, go ahead i'm already not i'm already not understanding how you're doing this okay, okay. so here, here here's here's how i'm doing it okay i'm gotcha. doing it based off of tiers Right, like, cause there are certain players I think fit certain teams better, right? So I went through every individual pick and said, okay, like, okay, for instance, um, we'll use the Diamond People's Jones example. I have KJ Hill on my higher on my board, but I'm giving the Browns the same grade because I believe that those two wide receivers are in the same tier, and Diamond People's Jones fits that team better. But okay. you're gotcha. you're saying that you're giving them a negative grade for drafting Andrew Thomas, who is more pro-ready and it started three years in the SEC on the left side.
2: Because I have Didrick Wills rated higher, yes. So what? how I did it is I went through and I assigned expected value to each and every single pick in the NFL draft. And I also, on that same grading scale, I have my players ranked. So for the, the first overall pick, that's a 99 expected value. I gave Joe Burrow 96 grades, so that's a negative three. So does that make sense? And then as it goes what? down, obviously
1: – Wait, so who's your highest – player young. chase young yeah so you gave the Bengals a negative grade even though they took the most obvious player in the draft
2: yeah it's a very small very small and then i, I
0: average I, up I, all those i see kind of where adams my grading is kind of similar to yours i i mean joe burrow is my number one overall player and you guys took a number overall, so that would be an even mm-hmm. right um yeah. two would be i mean i don't know don't people don't use that example that's like a plus like 90 yeah for me because like if he's like my 50th best player and he's t- you're taking him one whatever 50 right yeah um, that's that's, that's, how kind that's
2: basically it. how i'm that's
0: kind of that. how you're doing it almost we were very similar it's a little yeah. different but, but s- gradings. well
1: so, but some players fit some schemes differently so let's not even use positional thing the, if the if if the redskins drafted uh, i mean that that's a that's a bad example but like okay if if jeffrey akuda is your ninth player on the board and the Lions take them third, even though that's clearly their weakest position, and that's clearly the best cornerback by a long shot. They get a negative grade on your scale.
2: They did get a negative grade. They don't I, just small,
0: see, very small, uh,
2: very very
1: small. They don't get a
0: so, they don't get a negative grade necessarily. They they still they're still taking a need. So I have that board with the so yeah they would get a negative grade technically like Adam's saying, but they are crossing off a need and their top need. So it's kind of you kind of have to kind of wash go it with out. Both. Yeah. yeah, wash it out. A little Bro, bit. Josh that like, sounds
1: that doesn't make any sense to me at all. You gave you gave the Giants a negative grade for taking you don't think he's the best, but one of the best mm-hmm. inarguable off the tackles in the class.
2: Yes. I did. So here here's the deal. I so I, I that's how that's how I do my grading system. Yeah. So I for the Giants I gave them a negative grade and, and we could argue all day on on that but I gave a negative grade negative grade to Andrew so Thomas
1: so bad to
2: and Matt Pert
1: how to, did you give a negative grade to Matt Pert you explain that to me
2: I have let's see I
1: had him
2: I gave him a my grading system I gave him a sixty eight the expected value of that pick was seventy two so that that so like I said it's
1: what yeah. other, did they take him. I thought Matt, Matt Matt was a great pick. I gave him a second round grade. They fell to him in the third. He had a great Senior Bowl. He was dominant, mean at Connecticut. I think he had the highest bench press reps at the combine. What other offensive tackles on the board? So, did you can you see what other offensive tackles you had ahead of him that were maybe take it? Does yeah, that make sense when on the I'm board? Asking? Yeah,
2: no, it does, but I don't. I don't. Did have they that pass up
1: any? I gave
2: Perk a fourth round grade. So hurt. yeah. Okay. I yeah, I
0: had him 97 overall, so they got a plus two from me. That's kind of how I do it. Um, yeah. yeah, he was – so, I mean, it's like almost even. And Darnay, I mean, was, Darnay was higher than 110, so they got a plus for that. They got a plus Yeah, and they
1: get bonus points from me because they got two starting off the tackles.
0: Yeah, I mean, they got a plus on Shane Lemieux. They got a plus on Cam t- Bryant. Bryan, every player. Plus on, yeah, every – well – Except for Tay Crowder. Ex- except, except for Tay, Tay Crowder. Tay Crowder and uh, I didn't have TJ Brunson. I, well, I had he, TJ Brunson in my top 300, well, but – not that so TJ
2: Brunson is the worst pick that I have for the Giants.
1: How is that possible?
2: I I have I, I have him almost like undraftable. Yeah, I had him two ninety.
1: He went in the seventh round. How did? you, What do you mean? Like
0: what? Well, I had him two ninety though. He went two thirty eight. So that's a minus like. Uh, let me do the math. You know, forty two. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my god. See, me I and Adams is what, what other Adam, I, me and Adam got this down. <laughs> 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 what other inside backers did you guys like more than him? The only backer that I liked more than him that was there on the board was David Woodward, who didn't get drafted. David due to Woodward,
0: yeah, he was good,
1: but he didn't. He it was injuries, right?
0: Yeah.
1: But regardless, all of them were off the board. He was my number twelve inside linebacker, and eleven went before him. Who would you have rather them taking this? I, I mean, I you could get me on. Um, oh, I just lost it. I just who is they drafted Chris Williamson, cornerback out of Minnesota. Okay, I you could get I would if you gave him a negative grade, I wouldn't care. I don't think he, I didn't give it a grade because I th- had him going in the seventh round. But that dude got beat like a drum every every so often. So I could give you props for giving him a negative grade. I just don't understand the TJ Brunson and the Matt Pert hate. Oh, I Honestly, like well, I
0: like Matt Pert. Like I said,
1: like Tay T- 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 Crowder. I thought that pick sucked because mm-hmm. I mean he wasn't very good at he wasn't very good at Georgia and he had every opportunity in the world and they took him, you know, I mean, there was a lot of, yeah. at that point I would have taken a smaller school guy or, you know, maybe some, you know, David Woodward, maybe a guy with injury issues, but mm. what, what, what's going on? What's your hate for TJ Brunson and Pert? They
2: know, got, no, 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 really like specific hate. It's just, it, I'm all I'm looking at is value. So I have, you know, I just have those players ranked below where they got drafted.
0: Yeah. Now, I, I think understand. Value Say, I think yeah. value and like who you actually pick I mean, like when I did my value and looked at what the Bengals did, like hypothetically or or speaking, I was like, okay, the value wasn't great. But then looking at who they actually drafted and what they needed, I'm like, okay, they actually did do a better job than I thought, or value wise. You can't just go off all value. Um yeah. you have to do need like like you're saying
1: there. Um but see it's that, that's why I always do my grades and like my my pre draft process is always in tears and I always great. That's why I was great generously too. I always tried to see like, okay, like I graded like all, what was it? Six of those quarterbacks. Yeah. I graded all six of those quarterbacks in the first round because I could see why a team would fall in love with each, what they do unique. Right. Even though it's highly unlikely all six go. Right. Just like I, I gave three, all three running backs a first round grade. Right. Cause I could see why you take Jonathan Taylor, JK Dobbins, or DeAndre Swift. I, now, it just so happens Clyde Hilaire, Edwards Hilaire went, which I, I can't explain. But, like, the, so when I'm doing my grading, I do it, like, tier because I can see why you'd want one over the other based off of scheme, based off of what you have, based off of, you know, um, or like we talked about with the linebackers. The Browns have a lot of the uh, elite athlete linebackers that lack instinct, so I'm not going to knock them for drafting a guy who maybe lacks those but is more extinctual. But you guys go – this is it. This is the number. Yeah, I think I think
2: for sure. Like if if I were to do mine over again, I think I could make an adjustment to those grades based on positional need or team need. Um, but yeah, I, that, I just didn't didn't do that. I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to quantify. You know, taking best play, player available versus taking a player that you need. Um, so I didn't attempt to do that. I just went straight value with mine. But I, I do I do see the argument. Uh, for uh, for why that's valuable and for why you know some of the things that i am showing may be wrong if that makes any sense
1: well and maybe you guys maybe you guys are right and i'm wrong because at the end of the day what you are valuing <sighs> what you what you are really ranking is the the selection you're not really or, i mean the pick yeah the pick value right because i'm the way i'm doing it would be more effective if you're if you're looking at a class five years from now like okay hey why did this okay to show Kaiser getting drafted in the second round did that pick really suck was that really a botch pick or did he start a couple games it didn't work out they got him based off of value because he's experience maybe your guys works better for this because the draft is it's it's now we're we're rating okay this is the value this is where the pick is and i'm i'm more or less speaking in theoreticals but right. I, don't, I don't know
0: Either i just i think it works in way
1: yeah if but we, I, if I, we I, could find a way we could find exactly. a way
2: to combine all of our rankings. I think we'd have a pretty good. Pretty yeah, we I mean, put them in a little computer or something. I
0: thought. I mean, well, <laughs> just I mean, going back to like your, I mean, the Giants, just they did do a really good job, though. I mean, like I said, the last three picks, I wasn't a, the hugest fan of, but that's it's two thirty eight and two fifty five. Who cares? I mean, whatever. Like, if you're getting, you're, if you're getting your first five six picks right. Carter
2: Coughlin was a freaking steal. I thought it was a steal too. Yeah, that's my best. That's at- that, for me. That's the best best pick the Giants made. That in just pure value. But you had
1: them as one of the worst classes in the league, so I'm trying to figure out what, where is the other, how like what, name me a, name who, what's your number one class? Who's your no, number one class? Number
2: one. Let me
1: pull it up. The Bills.
2: Really? Okay. What
1: What did you like about the Bills so much? Pull that up. Yeah, I'm pulling up mine too. Yeah. Say that again. Sorry, you cut out on me. What, what was your why? Why did you like the bills so much? The bills were my number five class, so obviously, I agree with you, but I just told you why I did it. And I could see, like, you know, AJ Epinesa, I gave him a yep. first round, trade. you know, they he fell to the second round. Zach, how did your I'm just trying to figure out how your numbers dictate? We'll see. Yep. Well, what was your value on Jake from though? Uh,
2: Jake from I gave him a rate, I gave him like a, like a late third or early third, late second, uh, so okay. yeah. You know, who are, I, I,
1: who are your top five teams?
2: Top five teams are Buffalo, <laughs> Cleveland, Arizona, Baltimore, Rams.
0: A lot of people like the Rams. I thought the Rams did a solid job, especially with Acres. That was that was a we were talking about that a lot last night. Acres might be a seal of the draft too. That
2: I was, was just one. telling uh, Donovan. I was just telling Josh before we started. I I, I play a lot of fancy football as well, and I was doing my dynasty rankings. These uh, oh, yeah. past couple of days, he's my number two running back for Dynasty Football.
1: Yeah, I thought I I, I really? also like the Rams draft. I would I'm thinking about putting some serious cash on the offensive rookie of the year, being Cam Akers. At- Acres. I don't think it was a steal though. I mean, they got him in the second round, right? Not a steal, but like if we look back on like the it's top, good like
0: the rookie of the year. If he it was a year, good fit. Yeah. It's a yeah. good fit. Yeah, that's that's one we're. Like, like Murray, I, I feel like winning defensive rookie of the year. By the way, I'm already putting Kenneth
1: my <laughs> or Simmons, the, one of the two. The Cam, the Cam Akers examples are a really good example because, like, I think based off of your scale, Adam, that would be a reach. That would be a negative point. And based no, off of mine, massive. how is it positive? They took him over. They took him over Jonathan Taylor and J.K. Dobbins, right? What, what no, were no, they were gone.
2: gone what were over you? Dobbins, yes, but not over Taylor. Well,
1: how Can't many guys in running backs did you give a, a second second round grades to?
2: <laughs> how many running backs did I give second round grades? So I can tell you that. if you Give me two seconds. Let's what? see. Oh,
0: so you said the Bills was your number one? Adam was that? Yeah.
2: No, I heard. Okay. My, so Josh, my top five was a lot one,
0: different
2: two, from three, four, five second round running back grades. Five. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, three.
1: Just confused. I'm just so confused at how, see, you, my, how my my
0: my my number one was the Eagles. Eagles.
2: Yeah.
1: We both had them as twelve. What yeah. did you like? So See, I didn't like Jalen Rager. I thought that they reached for him. Ah, <sighs>
0: oh, man. I mean, they okay. Did they reach for him? See, they did on my on my board. The thing yep, that you're you, you're confused about. They did technically reach for him, but I had him at uh twenty eight or no, excuse me, thirty eight. So that technically that is a minus seventeen, right? But and it's not a need; it's a luxury pick, especially with them getting. Godwin. But you got Godwin, Rager, Deshaun Jack. I mean, they're fine at receiver. They're the fastest receiving group in the country. Uh, or maybe besides, besides Kansas City. Um, I like Jalen Rager. just fits on that team. Um, so Deshaun gets banged up all the time anyway. And as Marquise Gowin. Um Jalen Hurts I thought was a, a clean pick because he I just agree. fits that system. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I gave guess, it like
1: yeah. I gave it no points because I, I no not negative or positive because I just thought it was a good fit. It was a fine, perfectly fine fit.
0: Yeah, but I like I Rager, love
1: Wallace. It, I like that pick too. The only pick I didn't like was Rager and uh, Taylor. You didn't like? Okay, okay, okay. The we film, the film's not
0: show. there. I, I wish you were on the show last night because we debated about Davion Taylor. So I think everyone liked him, but just that was a little high.
1: Hell yeah! He's got no tape. It's Willie. Kid, it's Willie Gay. It's same as Willie Gay. He's
0: only played football for three years. I th- four. He played w- one year of high school football. Um, he played juco. He played at Colorado. Uh, they, definitely raw. Um, Hell yeah! If they can, de- and and that's a need at linebacker. That was the only, I mean, you you got to wait on Davion Taylor. He's not going to be ready right now. You're gonna, if he's going to be a star pro bowler guy, you're going to have to wait because the the guy the kids. I mean, What's when they it? brought him into Colorado, they were like, dude, these, this guy can't play football because he, he just doesn't know what he's doing. He's an athlete, though. Um, he's a really good athlete. He was all Pac-12 last year, uh, albeit See, at 13, that,
1: But At that point, I'm not on.
0: trapped in athletes. At you that point, wait.
1: I'm not. That's why I gave Kayvon Wallace a positive grade because that dude has started 40 games in college. Cavan Wallace, a safety out of Clemson. For everybody that's listening, Davion Taylor's an outside linebacker from Colorado. But yeah, Cavin Wallace got a positive grade from me because he's played forty games. I know he's going to go in there, and at the very worst case scenario, he's going to c- contribute now. Might not he's be. It's pretty,
0: pretty similar to Jalen Mills to me. who They already have. Um, he's a little bit different just as far as his athleticism and doing things. Uh, you can tackle better a little bit, but I like. I mean, you get yeah. Jack, Jack Driscoll and you get Prince Tega though. Both all them are tackles. For- yeah, They're I thought that was, those were good too. Two ten, man. You're getting a top fifty, top one hundred guy at two ten. You're getting Jack Driscoll, who I thought was a top one hundred player. Hightower, top one hundred player. Sean Bradley, I had really high. The um, only picks Watkins I didn't like.
1: High. The only Watkins, picks I didn't like were the two. were, were the first. It were the first we're, were Rager were Rager and Taylor those are the only picks I don't like That's, but if you failed at the beginning I marked you h- harder okay. does that make sense I feel like you're sense. more apt to take risks at the end I feel like I'm not going to ding you as hard just like the Giants I think Tate Crowder was a terrible pick absolutely atrocious but it's the seventh round so I'm not going to ding you as hard
2: yeah okay. you're probably you're right Josh I think I think we from our from a value from a value perspective I think we need to adjust team need I think we need to adjust uh, that we need to to weigh the 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 earlier rounds higher than we do the lower rounds, which you know, I'm, and I'm not doing right now in my ratings.
1: I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying I'm right. It doesn't matter. I'm not right, and I, we're, you're not wrong. There's, you know, mean, just because mm-hmm. in three years, all these players, some of these players are gonna be homeless. So, like, you Jesus know what I mean? Like, Christ, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, let's 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 be real. Let, like I said, I was looking at the, <laughs> I was talking to someone about the pod tonight, and they said, dude, don't worry about, don't review this draft. You need to review the draft from 2017. Tell me how Deshawn Kai tell me if Deshaun Kaiser was worth it. Tell me if Larry Ogunjobi was nope. worth it. Which is what we we'll do next week. Where we're gonna awesome. evaluate that class, but yeah, but that that's cause that's done. Now we can now we can take a look at that. This is just us bullshit. This is yeah. just a all guessing. You know what I mean? It's like when we mean,
0: do that with our recruiting classes. Like we look at yeah. it at, like we'll look at the recruiting class uh on, on one of my shows like next week, probably and from five four or five years ago and kinda see like if those players fanned out. Some of them are still in the college, some of them were in this draft last year because they were really good players or whatever. So yeah, it's a little yeah. different with that, but
1: because, sure. and like sure. you said, like a guy like Davion Taylor is a perfect example. If Davion Taylor, if if they, they coach Davion Taylor and they're patient with Davion Taylor, he'll be a 10-time, he'll, he'll be a Pro Bowl linebacker. He'll be a very solid starting linebacker for, for 10 years. Maybe not Pro Bowl li- linebacker. He might be he'll out be a very solid years, linebacker. So. Yeah, but if they ignore him or if they push him out there too, too fast, his confidence is shot, game over, dude. That dude's out of the league. Just like Kaiser. Kaiser had all the talent in the world, dude. You saw it, everybody saw it. He, he had a lot of talent. He just wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. That's why he yeah. fell into the second round. And then the Browns threw him in there, and now he's so scarred that he can't read basically. You
0: know, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's uh parties a lot, let's just say I'm gonna say that. Oh, I, is that right? He, yeah, well hangs out he hangs out, my cousin, Ew, know he's out with my cousin. I didn't know that. Hangs out my cousin. He's hanging out with Dylan Barber from The Bachelorette and Darius, dude. Yeah, he oh, was at their he was at he was at the wedding party. Little tidbit for you right
1: there. <laughs> oh man, didn't know that. No, Browns I literally won't hear that.
0: I li- no, I literally thought of you and myself because I mean, he was on the package a little bit. Like uh, Darius is snapping me from the party, and I was like, "Is that Deshaun Kaiser in the background?"
1: Dude, that's amazing.
0: Because like this dude's like you know six five, like yeah, 30, like big too, dude, yeah. Like he's like, "What is that?" Ky-? He was like, "Yeah, Kaiser." she was like, "What the hell is he doing here? Should he shouldn't be working out or something." Like <laughs> Dorian Green Beckham was there.
1: Really? Oh Speaking man, what's of, he up to? Uh, not shit. Sure. <laughs> I was high on him, dude. I yeah. was real high on, on, on him. He's on probation. Though. Really? So, Didn't he, he have like super rich parents, too?
0: His, uh, like, adop- it was kind of like his adoptive parents.
1: Yeah. Weren't they like yeah. senators or something?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: In Missouri. Uh, Doriel Dor- 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 Green Beckham was the five star wide receiver out of Missouri who committed to Missouri. Some Ohio State fans will remember him because I think he verbal to Ohio State for like a week and then he transferred to Oklahoma and never actually played a snap last time you were on the show everybody loved you we actually taught we bring you up every week right because the draft but last time you're on the show everybody loved you but they were messaging me like dude we have no idea what colleges these guys are from so <laughs> so they said next time next time he comes on the show make sure you're saying the college because they don't they don't oh, know you know what yeah I mean? yeah
0: thank yeah, you for that. yeah i appreciate it i didn't see yeah. everyone yeah, knows, good like good the same amount of stuff i know it's, i know it's annoying. it's annoying yeah it's hilarious I'm, yeah, I like Philly though, man. I like Denver. Denver was my two. I loved what they did. They went all in on Drew Locke, and I'm a huge fan. Speaking of Missouri, I'm a huge fan of Drew Locke. Uh, yeah, was one of my. Yeah, so I like. Got Alberto.
2: I love Albert Got Albert
0: o. I like I mean, Cleveland, Albert Minnesota. Okay, I, I hate Minnesota, but I, they had. A, I can't deny them. They did great. Not a Viking. That was my number great. one class. I don't know who my worst was though. I didn't really like Buffalo's draft.
1: Honestly, <laughs> but I get. I don't know. Uh, my worst class. I think it was Kansas City. Really? I had them down there too. Oh yeah, that was my worst class, Kansas City, dude. Mine was probably
0: the Raiders. Well, no, I actually
1: liked the Raiders a little bit. Um, I don't dude, know. the Chiefs. Good. They the Chiefs grabbed the world's smallest running back in the first round. Then they dra- <laughs> Then they drafted the linebacker who punched his quarterback in the face in the second round. Then they drafted an offensive tackle who's hurt all the time. Then they drafted uh, uh Javarius Sneed, who was, they don't even know his position. And then uh, they drafted the second best defensive end in Michigan, and then they drafted uh, uh, who they drafted in the seventh Vicarious round. Ease. That's right. So like I was I, every single pick, I was like, "What are they doing? What's going on here?" Which I think Niang's good. I think Niang was actually a good pick. I'm just harassing him because you know I don't, I don't think they got anybody who's going to play.
0: I think Edwards is gonna be fine. He fits the system. I mean, he's, he's good. Yeah. You know how I mean I'm I'm Yeah, but you know, I know what you're saying. He they took it. they took him over the three running backs I thought were the world yeah. better. Yeah. And I'm not worried about Willie Gay Jr. because that is the perfect team for him to go to because he's gonna any coach is gonna let him slide. You know what I mean? It's gonna be you know how Andy Andy Reid is with this character issue guys. He loves those type of guys. So him
1: and him and Tyreek Hill together, dude. Wow.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I'll but that's Andy Reid
0: though, man. Andy Reid's got he likes it's wild them. man. It's he wild. likes coaching those guys, man. He likes. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't like the Bills draft, man. I'm sorry, I wasn't a big fan of the Bills draft. Dude. That was one of my worst ones. They were they man, were second weird. second to last.
2: I did not have a bad pick for them. AJ, Epinesa, Zach Moss. Yeah, I didn't either. Picks. Really? The, I thought I, the worst pick was the kicker from. from Tower Battler. Yeah. yeah.
1: I like Tyler Bass. I thought he was good. My worst pick was Gabriel Davis. There was a couple other wide receivers in the fourth I had way higher, including Diamond People's Jones, and they stagged him in the fourth round. But uh, and they got Jake Fromm in the in the fifth too. And I think Jake Fromm, man, I think if he gets thrown into action, he can be good. I think he, he doesn't make mistakes. System. No. 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 They
0: got he, Matt Barkley already. Still, so he's going to be ahead of him for sure. That might he's be a true. Be, Matt Barkley's better if Jake Fromm.
1: That might be true. And then that Josh Allen.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, Fromm's going to be Aaron Murray, dude. You know, he'll bounce he'll bounce around a lot and be there. And I like
1: Jake. Yeah. As a and person, Aaron Murray made
0: dude. a lot of money. No, and Jake will, too. Jake's going to be yeah. in the NFL for as long as he wants to. But he's just never – he's not going to start on the bill. Well, he might, but it's not going to be because he didn't want him to. It's going to be Josh Allen. Well, that's hurt.
1: what I, – I was just saying, if he gets thrown into the fire, he might be – <sighs> I he thought they overdrafted ready? I thought they overdrafted Really? I yeah, I, I, I love, you know how I love Zach Moss though.
0: You do, you do. I like I like Moss so much last year, but like the injuries just are so. I just can't can't trust his injuries, man. He's gotten hurt so much over his career. That's fair. Like, I just and then AJ Menenza, Yeah, obviously that one was good.
1: Him dropping there, but
0: I had AJ lower than I. I thought AJ was a second round pick.
1: Really. Yeah, he's so underrated. I feel like people hate on him because he's not flashy. Like Chase Young is flashy, Chase On's flashy, but I like. I think Epines is gonna be better than Chase On. I think that he. Oh, well, I, I think that Chase
0: Young. I was like, wow. No,
1: no, Chase On. You know, live, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, oh, he just yeah. More, he's just more consistent. He does what he does. He does it really well. He's just not flashy. Chase,
0: oh Chase On, yeah he. Uh, he's one of those boomer buzz guys too. I I I, I don't yeah. know how I felt about him. I was kind of scared. I you gotta like take him and
1: I don't. You gotta take him. He's like Barkevius Mingo. You gotta take him. The talent, the talent's there. It's just can't put it together. I do love. Uh, I think their best pick was Hodges. I, like that. That was, I thought that was a good pick. I like that pick too. Very, very solid wide receiver. I saw somebody with a
0: second round grade on him. I thought that was insane. But that's
1: insane. Yeah, that is insane.
0: They're like, who doesn't drop the ball? I was like, yeah, but I mean, come on, like second round grade. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Well, all right. We, how, Adam, how long? Is, how long have we been doing this? Oh, we're, let's see. We're, we're over I, an hour, right? Oh yeah. my god, hour twenty five. All uh, right, we gotta we gotta turn this off because everybody probably already stopped listening by now. But Donovan, <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for coming on with us, man. Where can uh, they follow you on Twitter?
0: Yeah, just follow me on Twitter uh, at Don James Sports. That's it. At Don James Sports. Thank you guys so much. Uh, yeah, nice I, appreciate, I really appreciate
1: it. I appreciate yeah, having good. you on, man. Everybody messages us how uh, great you were last time. I had a lot of unique stories. So I'm sure that they will this time too. Yeah. Um, Adam, where can they follow you? You can find me on Twitter more two one zero two.
2: Don, you're our second two-time guest so oh that's right good awesome i'm
0: honored man you guys are all awesome i know i listen to you guys uh the show a lot so i appreciate it appreciate
2: that yeah hey and josh we also had uh mason kenzie got picked up by the titans we had that's right him uh what two weeks ago
1: Yep, yep, and uh, the CFL draft is tomorrow, and Nathan Rourke will be likely drafted in the first or, or second round. There's only two rounds. Um, hopefully, that season's still on. I heard that they're looking for a government bailout, but maybe we'll talk about that in next podcast. Uh, but I'm Josh Keatley. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh Keatley16. I'll be trying to do some undrafted free agent breakdowns and also my AFC North uh, draft grades. Uh, make sure you give us a like, give us a listen, um, you review us, get us, add us on Facebook, add us on Twitter whatever you want to do to reach out to us. Hopefully next week we'll have a guest. Maybe I'll reach out to Bill Carroll. I haven't decided yet, but all right, we are out.